0: Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places.
1: Welcome to the Exploring Awareness podcast. We're so grateful that you're listening. I'm Lisa Berry here with Dr. Frank Anderson, and we've been exploring awareness for over a year now. And I was thinking, Frank, can you believe we've been in this pandemic for for over a year now?
0: No, I can't believe it, Lisa. I was looking over our past podcast episodes, and we had quite a few episodes right there in March and April all about the COVID pandemic, about the fear of the COVID pandemic and and how to find peace and joy you know, in the most unlikely place. And we had episode number 12 that was called The Great Pause. And we had a whole discussion about how we might use the COVID pandemic as a way to you know, look within and take a pause from life and figure out what was important for us. And Now we start to see that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And this whole year-long journey of this great pause may be over soon. And it just got me to thinking, like, how are we going to enter the world? What's life going to look like? I I don't want to say get back to life as it was, because... (laughs) Before we even had the pandemic, we called this podcast "Find Peace and Joy in the Most Unlikely Places" and "Find Peace Among Chaos." I can't quite remember what all the chaos was about, but you know, we're about to re-enter um, a non-COVID world. I think it's amazing.
1: I am so ready for that. I, I keep saying I'm ready to have my life back. But I agree with you, it's not going to be the same life. And I know that I'm different. And I'm going to see things differently. And part of coming out of this pandemic, I keep having the phrase in my mind, post pandemic, we're not quite post pandemic, it has not been declared to be over yet. But I'm looking forward to that. I can't look back. I feel like if I stop and I look back, it'll make me sad. It'll make me think about all the things I missed. But I have gained so much. I've learned, I've gone inward. I've learned so much about myself and I've made the best use possible of this time. And I know it's been difficult. People have lost jobs. People have lost loved ones. People have been ill or people have lived in fear for the last year that they're going to get ill. So I don't want to look back. I want to look forward and look forward to who I'll be and how I'm going to come out of all this. Have you thought about it for you?
0: Well, right. I agree with you. I don't want to look backward, but I do want to talk about lessons that are learned from this whole experience, from the Great Pause. What have we learned this year and how are we going to take that forward into a life without a pandemic? And I know for me, I have Really found a whole different space, a whole different way of being, uh, so much less chaotic, so much calmer and, and in a lot of ways. But a lot, a lot of introspection. And you know, do we go back to the rat race, or do we go back more consciously?
1: One of my things that I like to focus on in life is to not take anyone or anything for granted. I mean, I was like that pre-pandemic, and I think the pandemic has definitely highlighted that for me even more. You know, I call myself a moment saver, and I know I've learned through this podcast and other interviews and conversations I've done about the importance of being in this moment now. Ram Dass says, be here now. And it's really a, a tool to help you focus and, and function and be better balanced to be in the present moment. And you, you've taught us that. You've talked about that a lot, the awareness of what's happening right now. But I also have deepened my awareness that I'm not taking anybody or anything for granted. So that's still job number one for me. But even more enhanced now, due to the pandemic,
0: well, I remember you know we used to record at your studio, and then we were started recording at home and uh, remember the episode where the ducks started quacking in the window
1: <laughs> <laughs> in, in case yes, Dr. Frank Anderson, do you still have the ducks? you, have, duck, you no, the, have ducks
0: no, the ducks went to a a duck egg farm
1: okay um
0: we do have some chickens right now, but the but we had the ducks over the summer, you know, my youngest son loves animals. And so we got the ducks and we were raising them in our yard. And, uh, you know, we were doing the pandemic uh, during the pandemic, we were doing the recordings at home. And so we had the present moment experiences. And I think a lot of people have had that on their zoom calls, you know, coming in and um, different things like that. And just to say, you know what, there's, there's ducks in my window right now. And (laughs) We would have never had that experience, you know, had we been going to the studio. And so it was one of those kind of uh, funny but present moment experiences that you just accept for what they are, as as kind of kooky and, and, and weird as they are.
1: And if you want to see a picture of Dr. Anderson and his ducks, it's on our Facebook page. You can check it out. there.
0: <laughs> right. And that's kind of a fun present moment experience, but we also had to really be present in a very fearful time. And so we had to look at fear and, you know, fear really pulls us into the future and well, what if this, and what if that, and, you know, we were exposed to so much on the radio and television about all these doom and gloom kind of things yet a lot of us were in the present moment okay right and so you know that fear and the fear of the future was a real experience for for a lot of us for other people who didn't get to sit in their basements you know and didn't get to be protected they were out in the world people doing service jobs and healthcare jobs they actually had to to live in it and also find a way to be in the present moment. And then a lot of people got sick, right? So then what happens you you get sick. Even when you're sick, and we we talked about this dealing with a major medical illness in one of the past episodes. Okay, you're sick. How can you convert that into present moment awareness? And you know, a lot of us lost loved ones during this time as well and can you imagine not being able to be with your loved one while they were dying? you know and the, and the just the impossible situations that we were all asked to, to face and deal with. And we dealt, we dealt with them. We, you have to deal with them. When we talk about exploring awareness, we talk about a way of dealing with those things that gives us ground, that gives us a, a core, an anchor this place of awareness, this place of presence that doesn't change no matter what the circumstances. And I mean, no matter what the circumstances. Exploring that place, finding it for ourselves, you know, not believing it, not listening to a bunch of talk, but doing the guided meditations and really feeling into that so that resource becomes available when circumstances are pulling us out of the present moment, right? So we have this whole incredible year of of health problems. And we also had a very incredible year of social unrest and political turmoil, you know? So we've all had to endure so much changing conditions so many things coming at us from so many different directions and so now as we start to move into a whole different era really of of our history how are we going to maintain that sense of presence and groundedness as we recreate our lives in a really in a whole new world
1: and i think it's worth a reminder that that core that you mentioned, that place where the peace and the calm and the joy resides is within us. And that was one of the very first lessons I learned from you is the joy is always there. We just cover it up. That was such a powerful thought. And I think it's worth Repeating every single episode in case anybody hasn't listened before or they forgot, the joy is always there, the love is always there, the peace and the calm and the equanimity is all inside of us. And I was actually having a conversation with somebody along those lines not too long ago, and I said, He's he said it's there, and I'm like, so From when? And you're like, Well, from birth. So from, <laughs> you start out strong, you know, you deliver babies. Do you look at them and go, yes, we start out strong. There's the love and the peace and the joy. And then how long does it take before it starts getting covered up or messed up?
0: Well, and you know, to the thinking mind and to the skeptics, mm. that sounds so Pollyannish to say the love and joy is always there. I mean, I would concur with anyone who's using their thinking mind to say, you know what? That's not true. There's so much negativity and so many bad things that happen. I will refer you to uh, episode uh, 42 <laughs> about thoughts, but what we're not, we're not talking about convincing ourselves that the joy is always there. We're actually practicing with these meditation techniques the experience of the joy that's always there. So that can't be taken away no matter what the circumstances are. So I appreciate skeptics, but I also encourage skeptics to do the practice that we're talking about. Try it. If it doesn't work for you, fine, but if it but for many people and you know, for thousands of years it is a time-proven technique that if you become mindful of your breath and your body and your thoughts, and your emotions, then a new a new place opens up that you didn't know was there. And so, you know, some people call that waking up and you kind of wake up. And this COVID pandemic time has been a chance to wake up and there's still a chance to wake up, but that's the challenge, right? Waking up, kind of staying woken up as we move into the new world.
1: Well, it's kind of like making the best of a bad situation.
0: Well, it's it's transforming a bad situation into something that's, that really is the truth. I mean, when the rubber hits the road, what is the truth? Mm. There's nothing you can do <laughs> except face the truth of the matter. And uh, this pandemic has given us an opportunity to do that.
1: So let me play devil's advocate and ask you why do we deserve to make the best of it some of us kept our jobs and kept our health knock on wood so far so good and other people really 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 suffered so why is it okay for us to make the best of it shouldn't we have to suffer like everybody else if you're not totally together and totally calm and connected to your core i think that's going to be your first question is like why do I deserve to be okay at this time?
0: Everyone is going to have suffering in their life in one way or another. That's the human condition. And there are inequities in the world right now where some people have suffered a lot more than others. And asking why is a, is a bigger question. And it does remind me of the reaction and response way of doing things. If you find yourself in a very difficult situation, you still have a choice. Your difficult situation, it is what it is. And how can you respond to that? And I know it's easy for me to say, and I can't imagine some people's very difficult situations. But I would still encourage people in difficult situations to give this a try. You know, and sometimes the difficult situation is the best time to do this because I remember Eckhart Tolle in a talk that he gave to our class. You know, some people come to mindfulness because they are interested in enlightenment and they would love to be happier and stress free and et cetera, et cetera. Some people come to meditation because they just have nothing else left. And those are the people that are really ready perhaps to really see the light. And Thich Nhat Hanh was in jail in Vietnam, you know, and he turned his jail experience into a a meditation retreat that lasted many, many, many months. And the other inmates started to meditate as well. And so no longer were they being controlled by the guards. They were taking things into their own hands. So that was a response as opposed to a reaction. How do you respond when you lose your job? How do you respond if you lose a loved one? How is the response different than the reaction? How can you be compassionate with yourself? We've often said in this podcast, the only way out is through. And that is going to mean different things to different people. And certainly, the way the world is set up, it is not fair for all of us. It's not equal.
1: So I saw the pandemic as an opportunity, and I took advantage of that the best I could because I was working from home. I didn't have to go to work, so I had more time. So I thought, well, hey... And I worked hard and I explored a lot of different parts about myself. And I went through a lot of it. I'm probably not done, but but it, but like you said, you know, the only way out is through. So I went through a lot of stuff and because I was home, I think I had more time to process it and to grieve or cry or think or process myself. The pandemic gave me that opportunity, but because I was home working you know more or less on my own it gave me that time and it gave me that opportunity and I'm not saying it was easy but it was worth it and so when I think about this pandemic I'm going to think not only did the pandemic change me but I changed myself I took an opportunity of this time to do that and I hear a lot of people saying they went inward instead of getting Getting your sense of self or accomplishment or joy outward, we had the opportunity to go inward during this time. So that's what I did.
0: What did you learn from going inward? You know, what did you learn and how did your meditation practice coincide with that?
1: Well, I learned to, you know, I think trauma is a big key word now. I learned to process and face some things that I went through. In my childhood, and I'm telling you, it was not easy, but it's worth it. It's like a processing plant. You know, you put something in and you process it and you deal with it and you face it. And then when it comes out the other end, it, it's a much improved situation. And is it
0: just, like a big fun journey?
1: Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> you know what? It wasn't fun. Uh, it's fun now. It's fun. Having the outcome of yes. it, so it was a journey. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm the type of person, you know. I say, there's if I'm not having fun, what's the point? You know, that's I think life is short. It can change in a moment. I try to make the most of every moment and have as much fun as I possibly can. It was enlightening. It was eye opening. It was mind-blowing the human mind is what to find out all the different levels and what's going on in there it's like why is not everyone doing this because you know i thought I was pretty okay before but little did i know all these different levels of your consciousness and your subconsciousness they're worth exploring just like with awareness and 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 to have these conversations while going through that was doubly impactful on me. I mean, look, how lucky are we that we had this podcast during the pandemic. We got to have these conversations and explore awareness and learn and and cope. I'm so grateful that we got to do that as well.
0: You articulate what's going on in your mind. And, and like you said, there's so many things there. And again, reminds me of the only way out is through. So those those things that are are trapped in little little places in your mind that um, that haven't really been seen, that haven't received the the light of awareness. Mm. You know, and they fester in there. And oh, yes. they fester. It can lead to anger reactions and depression reactions and grumpiness and all kinds of things that these unaware feelings result in. You know, some, sometimes I'll... I have an uneasy feeling about something and I'm like now where is that uneasy feeling coming from and, and then it will come to me It's, oh yeah because I didn't finish that article review that I needed to do or you know, there was something in that I was avoiding something that wasn't right and until you're aware of it, it, can nag at you, and you don't even know what it is. Why are you feeling so bothered? So for me, you know, using a meditation practice and being aware of my thoughts and aware of what's going on in my mind, you know, helps that.
1: Well, I like how you said to bring it to the light of awareness. Bring it to the light of awareness, like that is a great way to put it.
0: Was that? Was that your experience?
1: Yeah, but in. It, I I think I had more painful things to bring to the light than I ever acknowledged. For me, seeking inner peace and calm, that helped. And for me, meditation is everything. And we've discussed over and over for the past year that meditation did not come easy to me, but every moment I meditate is worth it. Every, it's like putting money in the bank. I'm investing in myself and in my well-being and my inner peace that I finally connected to through meditation. So you had asked me what impact did that have or what role did that play? And I'm not a I've never been to Thailand and I haven't done <laughs> intent, one of those intense day long situations. But now I can meditate and I can go to the depths of my heart and I can kind of just get quiet the noise in my mind and get to a place that I know is helping me be calm moving forward, investing in myself through meditation. Uh,
0: I think that that's just so fantastic. Really honor all the work that you've done over the year and faced those things Mm. that have come up by allowing them to come up.
1: Well, I'm sharing this so other people might do it. I mean, I think mental health, that I think that's another benefit or takeaway from this is that it's shined a light on mental health as well. And it's not so much of an embarrassment anymore for people to say, hey, I'm not okay. You know, we are going through it right now. I'm not okay, and then to learn that there are ways to be okay—that maybe something, just meditation would help you, or just being there for somebody else. I hope that is a positive takeaway we can get from the past year.
0: You know, it is always helpful to have someone to talk to, um, whether it's a therapist or a, a counselor or a social worker or a you know your local minister or priest or spouse or whoever to have honest conversations with. I think it's also very helpful. And, you know, not everyone has that available to them or some therapy may not be available to them. Right. And I think if there's a lot of suffering, you know, you might need to talk to somebody. But I also think that bringing things into the light of awareness through meditation is, is a healing thing you know, and it's a healing thing for people. And this COVID pandemic has been that kind of time when these difficult things have no choice but to be right in front of our face.
1: I interviewed up because I work in a radio station to do interviews. I interviewed a a local jazz drummer who's pretty accomplished and a great musician. And I've had lots of conversations with musicians who can't perform because of the pandemic and how they're getting through this. And he said basically what I said about doing a lot of introspection and practicing and working on himself, even, you know, wherever whatever your talent or gift is, he spent it working on himself. And he said, if you don't come out of this flying, if you don't come flying out of this, a better person, you, you might get left behind and I'm not making an ultimatum. I'm just sharing what he said, but, but cause I kind of agreed with him. He spent this time practicing his instrument and coming up with new programs and shows and forming new performance groups and to come out ready and willing and able.
0: And, you know, and, and luckily he had the opportunity right. to do that and, and not everyone did. And, and let's not, Assume that you can't start today if right. you haven't already done that either. But I do think it's something to think about, as a, again, as a marker, right, that we have been in this pandemic and we are about to move out of it. And so now what stance do we want to take as we move out of it? Some of us have done our work during this pandemic. Some have not. So, Let me just say,
1: I understand just getting through the day. Some days was a major accomplishment. Just getting, not giving into fear or not getting ill. Just getting through the day. I completely understand. I'm not saying you had to write uh, an, an opera or learn to tap dance. Sometimes just getting through the day was enough. I totally understand right, that. Yeah. right,
0: right. And so... So we can take some, you know, kind of lessons or wisdom from the pandemic and think about what life looks like in July. Now, one thing that I have really come to appreciate is being with my neighbors, even though we were socially distanced. You know, it's 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 we're not able to do that very often. We have to be very intentional about it, right? And we have to be very careful. Now, I think I told you my wife and I both got vaccinated and we went out to dinner for my birthday in February and I have never enjoyed a meal at a restaurant more than after a year of not going to a restaurant to be able to actually sit in a restaurant and have a nice meal. The kind of appreciation and the gratitude that I had for that meal was incredible, you know, because it's been gone for a whole year. Right. Those things I took for granted all the time.
1: Yeah. So why I said, I'm not taking anything. I didn't take things for granted before and I'm sure I'm not going to do it now. I haven't eaten in a restaurant in over a year. So you are lucky to have had that. I'm not vaccinated yet either, but soon, but you're lucky that you are and you've had that opportunity. Is there any other positive takeaways you're going to have from the pandemic?
0: Well, this has only strengthened my resolve to maintain this present moment awareness. With my patients and with my family, I feel like there's a continued cultivation of, of stillness and presence when I'm with them. I feel like that that has just continued to strengthen because each moment just had a different quality to it since it was so special. Uh, my kids were home with me for a few months and they're all college age. And so to just relish in the present moment of just being together, it was a gift because they were would have all been in college and we wouldn't have had them at home. So there's a... A a slowing down, a not taking for granted, a, a a sense of kind of gratitude that I feel like has been enhanced by this whole experience.
1: And how do we wrap it all up in awareness and move forward? I think that, you know, no matter what
0: the year has been for you, having a sense of, let's say, reality. You know, having a sense that life is fragile, having a sense that nothing is guaranteed. And so what's happened in the past has gone, and we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We could have variants come back. We could have other things. But not to be afraid of that, but to use those, these like real lived experience of, you know, a once in a lifetime global tragedy to ground ourselves and to know that ground. And so it doesn't have to take a tragedy to know that place. Mm-hmm. To go from 100 miles an hour to 10 miles an hour. You know, because you're forced to. I'm not saying we need to move into our next phase slower. But the stillness and the groundedness and and the presence that has been forced upon us by this pandemic is just a lesson. Mm. So that as we move into the future, we can hold that sense of presence, consciousness, you know, reality and living in the present moment fully. I think that's a lesson we can take from this. As we move on into the future now, it's going to be easy to get pulled pulled out of it, right? It's going to be easier for conditions to change. And so you might be busy again, but you could be busy and still be present as opposed to busy and living in chaos.
1: And that's a pretty essential mindfulness message anyway so if that can be our takeaway after this experience it, it's brought to life really it, it's a good lesson to be to be learned i think sure
0: i mean it, it applied before the pandemic and right. applies afterwards it just turns out we had a whole year <laughs> a year to have a big exclamation point right. put on the right.
1: yes and again, if you aren't feeling it, it's still there for you you can you can choose to feel it. you can it's there, free of charge for everyone. I always like to point that out because I feel like we're putting out these grand ideas, and you can and I understand it's not easy. I do, but it's still a possibility and that I think we'd like you to consider
0: and and even it you know and also okay, so our conversation here is about using this as an example and again we're you know talking about it and the real meaning here that is a guidance to your own experience and that's why we use guided meditation to kind of guide us into that feeling so if people are are thinking through, yes, I did use this pandemic well, or no, I didn't use this pandemic well. It's only to you know explain presence with words, but in order to really get it, we need to experience it. And a good way to experience it is through this. Exploring awareness, mindfulness techniques, you know, that give us a taste of it while we're sitting here at our desks. So that as we move into the world tomorrow, we're carrying with us that part of us that's always been there, that still, grounded place that can respond instead of react.
1: That's a great message, that still place in us that can respond. Versus React. If we just are in the present moment and recognize that,
0: right, exactly. So we had pandemic lesson to teach us that, yeah. and the pandemic will be over, and we'll have other lessons to teach us that as well. And living life is going to be full of those things. So full of wonderful things that happen to us, and very difficult things that happen to us. Small things and large things. And so why don't we move into a guided meditation now, just so we can kind of experience what that means uh, that we can carry with us when the meditation is over. And so we'll just move into the experience of stillness and presence. And the conversation part is over kind of got an idea of what we're talking about. But now, we'll just, you know, ground. And you start by just grounding yourself in your chair. And hopefully you've made the decision to try this. Even if you're skeptical, What we're talking about is very, very natural. But it just requires a little bit of a relinquishing some of racing thoughts, judgmental thoughts. I like the metaphor of just putting them at the door, trying this out. You can always pick them up on your way out the door. Leave kind of things at the door. Say, I'm going to try to experience the present moment. So, baggage stays at the door. Come in. Get in your chair. And just feel your body in the chair. Feel your body in the room. And just maybe even see all the thoughts you have. But just, again, feel your body in your chair. Feel your feet on the ground. And feel then the air coming in and out of your lungs. because the breath there, that, that is the most real thing right now. And no matter what channel you watch on television, no matter what your situation is, right here, right now, you're breathing and even if you have a, a, a health problem, even if it's with your lungs, you're alive right now and you can breathe. And you can know that you're breathing. You'd be aware of your breathing. Concentrate on your breathing, focus on your breathing. And for a few breaths all the worries of the world are gone and they'll try to come back you go back to your breath and just at a really deep level feel the presence or the awareness of your breath Right, So we're opening this door to an interior dimension, an interior space of awareness that just is simply aware of the breathing. And because it's a still, quiet place, you might start to feel calm and relaxed because you're starting to connect to that part of you that's always calm and relaxed. And you're not thinking it up, right? You're experiencing it. You're feeling into it, allowing it to be. And you can feel your whole body and your feet and your ankles and your legs. Your abdomen and chest and back and hands and arms. Just feel into your whole body. It's there with its aches and pains and its Healthy places. You know, and just like your breath, this is present moment experience. You know, and your head is here, and your brain. And you can just imagine holding your brain in your hand and you can just watch all the thoughts and all the stuff happening. All this year, you can see fear and loss and pain. And you can also see special moments and appreciation of of those rare times when you could, see a loved one. Your still quiet awareness can take all of this in, all of the conditions, all the emotions that come and go. past traumas you know sometimes traumas and but re- memories come back up and you feel them in your body if it becomes too much you just stand up and go get some tea but if you can if you can see them as events in the past see how they've affected your decisions. But in the present moment, here you are. And so then maybe there's a sense of compassion, a love for yourself. After all this, here you are. With kind of a broader perspective. And you know, maybe there's a sense of joy of discovering that, waking up to this part of you that's not affected by these things. You know, a sense of peace. You know, a sense of gratitude. It's just like a gift to yourself. It's a sense of generosity. And maybe just allow yourself to experience that. Maybe your mind says, I'm not... I don't know gratitude, but this place in you is gratitude. It is love. And so any thoughts about yourself can just be held in awareness, held by this other part of you that's not affected by those thoughts. It's kind of a a waking up a realization that those are thoughts. Your conditioning. And here you are being aware or mindful of all of these things. And so all of us have different conditions and different histories and different narratives about our life. But this awareness part, since it's not conditioned, maybe it's something we all have in common. Maybe there's a way we're all the same in this deeper aspect of awareness. Maybe we're all just tapping into that same awareness energy. And maybe there's a sense of the unity of all of us. And feel into what that feels like. Some kind of a... Wonderful joy that has no opposite. You know, kind of unconditional love for you and everyone else. We all can do this. How peaceful we could all be together. what a generous act that would be, to no longer be driven by all of these ideas, but be driven by this deeper place of love and generosity and joy. And so we can do this now in this pandemic situation. But as the conditions of the world change, this part of us stay the same. And so whatever happens, a pandemic or non-pandemic, old life, new life, this part of us will just continue. And we keep doing this practice to get to know this place, because certainly it takes practice. Because the baggage is at the door and we're gonna pick some of it up. It might be a little less heavy. Keep practicing a little less baggage out there. And you get to know this deeper part of yourself. And what becomes important you know, will be obvious. And what's not important will be obvious. It may be very different than what you think. And maybe there's some clarity now how to deal with a difficult situation instead of being paralyzed. Maybe you can move on from grief, move on from difficult situations. And your brain says, no way. And you bring that to awareness, rest as awareness, And no matter what you might think, there's unity in all beings. Perhaps in these realizations will have you move around the world in a different way. And you'll look back and you'll say, ah, things are very different. This is not a cause and effect. But as you move forward, choices you make are going to put you on a different path with a different destination. And so we're deep into this meditation, thoughts, calm, doubts, judgments. Go back to the breath. Feel into your body. Just cultivate awareness there. and this is the practice this is the experience of becoming familiar with mindful awareness loving awareness it's not a belief it's not a thought You're just enjoying being. And keep practicing because the more you practice, the more you become familiar with your whole self. Your days start to look like Just meditation, like a presence. You move around in the world, present. Not reacting, but responding. And as the world changes and the conditions change, your core will guide you. So we'll stop there and take a couple of breaths. And then stretch a little. And we will wrap up.
1: That was an action packed meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Lots going on there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yes, but, you know, we, we learn from our difficulties, transform them into presence, and then move forward. Yes, and, I
1: think there's a lesson in everything, so that's a great way to put it.
0: Yep, and into whatever happens, right, we'll just, Mike, uh, we are just there, are catching on the big fun journey. Yeah. So we'll just keep going, keep going.
1: We know we have listeners all over the world. I would love to hear from somebody. We're in the United States. If you want to reach out to exploringawareness at gmail.com, that's our email address. Anywhere in the world, we'd love to hear from you as well. We know that meditation is is growing worldwide. And hopefully uh, you're experiencing that with us here or the conversation or both. And you want to let us know at exploringawareness at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, it is catching on. There's so much talk about meditation and so many different ways to meditate. And, you know, what we try to present here is just a very simple, straightforward form. that It's not really involved in any beliefs, um, but it's the type of meditation that's been practiced for thousands of years, packaged in a way that we can all kind of understand it, I hope. So we would love to hear from you. Um, we'd love for you to let your friends know about the podcast as well. And let's all keep moving together ahead in in ways that make make sense.
1: Yep. Sadly the pandemic is not over yet, but we're the light at the end of the tunnel. And so we're here and we appreciate you so much for listening.
0: It was great being with everyone tonight. Have a great week. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.